Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Kyle Krabs, Paige Demakos of the Draft Network, and we are pleased to be joined by Penn State defender Jesse Lucetta here. And Jesse, uh, you know, you you make a big impact, man. We, we had a chance to watch your tape. We had a chance to see you down in Mobile for the Senior Bowl, and you're a hard dude to miss. So we're, we're pumped to have you on and chat a little ball with you. So first and foremost, how are things going for you in your draft prep? Things are going well. You know, I'm excited to, to finally get out to Indianapolis, get out there, another opportunity to compete, um, just get out, get out in front of scouts, GMs, and just be a part of this process. Yeah, just get out there and ball. You brought me out of retirement, Jesse. Okay, so I hope you understand. Like, I came on. This is a big deal. I'm usually just running the company. And and Perion is going to be, we've already discussed, in his feelings about this. So (laughs) I want to... I want to start with how this all kind of came together, which was we were down in Mobile at the Senior Bowl, and you, as Kyle mentioned, it was hard to miss you, right? It was hard to miss you, whether it was kind of the jovial attitude or it was watching you play football. So what was your experience like down in Mobile? Because it was really uh, eye-catching for us and and obviously started uh, this relationship. Uh, It was a great experience for me, Uh, just being able to go out there, compete with the best of the best, uh, you know, my first day, I was kind of, you know, getting my bearings, um, you know, seeing who, who's who, um, sizing everybody up. But, you know, once I really got through that, I, I felt comfortable. Um, and from there, you know, it was, it was business. Um, you know, it's time to play ball. So I did what I do best, compete um, and compete at a very high level. Um, so I had fun out there and I was extremely grateful to be out there um, and have fun, you know, shout out to, to my brother Perion. Cause you know, it was, it was a big focal point for us to, to compete and dominate all week. Um, you know, I, I wanted to make sure, um, the scouts, they saw me on film and they, they felt my presence. So they definitely did that. I felt. What did you hope people would get from your game that week? Cause that's a unique opportunity mobile where Absolutely. you're up close and personal with, pretty much everybody right in the NFL right. and especially at that Thursday practice where it felt very intimate and everybody right. was kind of right in front of each other. If you were an NFL scout, if you're Kyle, right, what are you hoping that Kyle got out of that watching you play in, in mobile? Um, the biggest thing is that I'm a high energy player. Um, you know, it's infectious. My energy is infectious. You know, whether you like it or not, um, I'm relentless. I'm the type of player that you want on your team. Um, go out, she's going to go out there, compete, um, compete at a very high level and want to dominate the man um, lined up across from, you know, playing all game. It doesn't matter. I'd say those are the biggest things that, you know, I, I would hope um, scouts or anyone who evaluates my game, who got the chance to evaluate me uh, during that past week in mobile um, was able to take away. Well, Jesse, you, you definitely did that. I thought you and Perion were two of the big time tone setters, you know, as mm. far as the energy that you brought in practice. And I, I do want to, uh, read you one of the notes that I have on my scouting report for you in the, the general summary. I'm impressed with his motor. This is a player who offers tireless effort. So that was something that didn't just showcase in mobile, but, but showcased on tape for you too. And I wanted to ask you first, because you've had like an interesting transition getting to college football and the NFL from right. Iowa, but then also at Penn state, you had a really interesting path as a player where you were a stack linebacker. And then this past year, you're featured very prominently on the edge. Uh, So 
I, I was hoping maybe you could just reflect on your path to this point as a football player mm-hmm. and the, the biggest thing that you have throughout the course of your time at Penn state specifically taken that you think makes you most ready for the pro level. Um, the biggest thing is, you know, I've been blessed to play all over the football field. Um, I remember growing up, I started off playing running back. Um, I played corner safety linebacker wide receiver. So I kind of understand the game from a different um, concept. I see the game differently. Um, and it allows me to prepare, um, in my film study, um, to ultimately, you know, compete and perform myself at a very high level. Um, going through that, sorry, you guys still have me? Sorry. Yeah, somebody, somebody tried to call me, um, going through, you know, my journey at Penn state, um, I say the biggest word that comes to mind is versatility. Um, I personally think I'm the most versatile defender, um, in this year's draft and it's, it's shown, you know, my time at Penn state, you know, it was always, you know, worried, worried we're going to play them. You know, we had guys like, you know, Michael Parsons, Shaka Tony, Adafi Owe, Yuto Gross Matos, uh, Cam Brown, you know, these are all guys who are playing on Sundays. And, you know, the question was, yes, he can play, but where do we line him up? We have all these dudes who we want to get on the field, but where are we going to play Jesse? So I kind of had to wait my turn and it, it kind of allowed me to continue to elevate my game off the field, um, raise my IQ um, to ultimately turn me into the player that I am today. Um, a high IQ player um, that can play a multitude of positions and knows the entire defense in and out. Um, and it's ultimately allowed me to play that much faster, knowing that I know all the moving parts where everyone's going to be. Um, yeah. So you mentioned a lot of really great defenders as far Absolutely. as the lineage of Penn State. And I was wondering if you reflect on a couple of those guys that you spent time around, what's something that you took from pieces of any of their individual games to kind of add to your own skill set right. and your own toolbox and maybe vice versa too. Like what, what's something that we saw how versatile Micah was this past year. Right. Now, obviously he was a defensive end in high school coming out before right. he ended up transitioning to backer. So he kind of went the other way with it versus you. Yeah. So uh, talk about those dynamics with all those guys on that defense in Penn state. Um, honestly, I, I've taken a little bit of everything from those guys, you know, from a guy like Shaka, you know, he has a, a great first step, um, you know, to his, to his long arm club over, uh, then to a guy like Odafe Owe, um, who has an, another individual who's, who's so sudden with his movements, um, you know, to a stutter step. Um, and then to a guy like Micah, um, who, who's a chess piece who will give you all three, um, speed, power, um, you know, his agility. So I've kind of, you know, taken what I feel like works for me and turned it into my own. Um, and ultimately it's allowed me to become, um, the player I am today. So I'm extremely grateful, um, for the time that I've been able to spend with, you know, those guys, you know, those people who, you know, I, I look to and call upon as my brothers. Um, so they've, they've allowed me to, to make my transition throughout this process that much more easier. Um, just kind of, you know, you know, as far as letting me know what to expect and kind of coaching me up on how the process is going to go about, um, yeah, and just keeping me prepared. And I, th- I think you you obviously quite the list of guys coming out of Penn State uh, as of recently, but you what is your difference maker, right? Maybe you you learn things from these guys, but I want to know what's the trait that is the Jesse Lucana trait, right? What's your trait? Because I'm more interested in what makes Jesse Jesse than what makes you kind of like these other guys. And I yeah. I think the I would use the word infectious, right? But that that's yeah. that's my that's my version. So what's what is your trait that that you bring to the table you want everybody in the NFL to know about? Um my demeanor, um the way I carry myself and how I go about my business. 
Um, you know, I'm, I'm one, I'm some, I'm an individual who's looked upon as a leader, um, a culture driver. Um, but my demeanor would definitely be it. Um, you know, when it's time to go, you know, it's, it's different. You, you definitely going to feel me. You're going to hear me. That's it's, you're a smart kid. Cause you use my word and you flipped it around. You found a new way to use, the, <laughs> use exactly what I was saying. So I really, I appreciate that. Cause that interview process Thank in the you. NFL, you're going to have to get tricky with it. So I, <laughs> I like that. I had to give you I had to give you props, but go ahead. Kyle. Yeah. So I, I also wanted to swing this conversation back to you because we, we had the Michigan tape up before yeah. you hopped on with us and I'm in, we're in the first 20 minutes of the game and you're yeah. in a Sam backer position you're in a stack backer position you're stemming down getting mugged in the b gap on third down pass rush situations you're in a five you're in a four eye and you're you're getting double teamed and i I was just kind of curious from your perspective like do you have a a favorite opportunity to line up or do you kind of thrive in that versatility and be able able to take all those things i thrive in it it doesn't matter where you place where you play um, the goal for me ultimately is I'm going to be disruptive wherever it is, um, whether it's on the edge, stack, stack linebacker position, um, put me in the three tech. Uh, you know, during my time in mobile, I got some rest rushing uh, from the three tech position. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, the goal is to be disruptive and I'm going to be disruptive either way. Now, you had quite the splash during the game, but one of the biggest plays that I left that entire week with was when you put Daniel Falele flat on his back. <laughs> And I'm sure you've heard about that nonstop because Daniel is uh, another guy who's hard to miss. Big is. dude, right? I want to I ask you about the power in your hands because that, mm-hmm. that was a great testament to that. But you see that on tape too when tackles are trying to block you or you're facing yeah. down blocks from tight ends. You're really difficult to get square and fit on your chest. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that value of that dynamic to your game and how you utilize it and the different ways that you have learned to utilize it based on all the different alignments that you've learned to, to have to be able to tackle? Honestly, it just goes back to the basic fundamentals of the football. Um, you know, I always had a coach. I always try to reiterate, you know, the lowest man wins. Um, so whenever I get into my stance, um, you know, I'm, I'm blessed. I play the game, um, you know, at a very high level when it comes to, you know, physicality. So um, I'm very physical, especially, you know, my first, my first pop um, is going to, you're going to feel it. So, you know, I'm heavy handed. So when I get out of my stance, you know, I'm always, I'm trying to remind myself, you know, stay low. We'll always be the lowest man, you know, because the odds are always going to be in your favor um, when you're in that position. Um, so stay low, get a great strike and find the ball. It's always my thing, um, you know, and especially in the, in the NFL, linebacker is defensive end. You're, you get paid for making plays on the ball. So you want to have a great strike, great pad level, find a ball carrier, find a quarterback. Um, and that's, that's the same thing. The message that's going through my head, um, playing and play out. Um, just keep me focused. I have to ask you this because I'm a Big Ten person. So is Kyle. Uh, he actually went to Penn State. He wasn't going to mention sure. that, but I was like, so I got to, I got to get it go. But yeah, are. no, no, you knew I was going to bring it up. We're everywhere. Look, yeah, you guys are everywhere for sure. But more so for for me, I think one of the at least most coveted places to play is a whiteout at Penn State. One of the yeah. biggest opportunities for a college environment. What's a memory that sticks out for you at Penn State? Because I got to imagine if I was if I was playing football, that playing on a on a whiteout would be at least at, if not at the top, definitely very near the top. I have two, and both of them are actually their whiteout stories. Uh, the first one would have to be Michigan uh, when they came in. I want to say it was 2019, 
And it was crazy. I know everyone's seen the clip of, you know, they're on the field. The first play of the game, they had to call a timeout because they couldn't hear anything. Um, but I think it was like it was near the far end of the game. It was like in the fourth quarter. Um, I made a play where Shea Patterson was rolling out to the right side of the field. Kind of he made an attempt to throw the ball into the end zone. And I'm, I was pursuing from the backside. And I, I came and I and I got a PBU, um, so that was that was you know throughout my journey early on when I, I was really you know trying to get my time on the field, um, but that play always sticks out to me. Uh, the second one I say this year when uh, Auburn came into town for our whiteout, um, it was electric. Like I'm talking about, I came out early to warm up and the entire stands they were full, you know. So that that already had me locked in. I was ready to go from then on. Um, but you know the first the first five plays that I game. Um, I, I caught the X factor early. I was hot. And I made like three back-to-back tackles and I was, I was locked in. I was ready to go. Um, I said those, those two right there are my favorite, my fondest memories for the white up. So I'm sure I'm glad I'm doing this with Paige and not Joe Marino, who I usually do this, my podcast with, because there's yeah. a 0% chance he was going to get the Madden reference that you just made where you get the X factor early. <laughs> so if you, if you're you're going to the league. You're going to be yeah. in the game next year. Yeah. When you when you develop to that point and you get an X factor in Madden, what what do you think your X factor would be? Speed to power. Like when I get that X factor, I don't know what it is. It's just it takes over. Like I, I feel like I I can anticipate what's about to happen. Uh, my anticipation is like my antennas go they go up. Like I know what's about to happen. You know whether it's down in distance situation. Like I know I'm going to make this play. I, I know what they're they're scheming up. Um, so that's that's when I know when I have my X factor when I'm in the game and I can already predetermine what what the offense is about to do. Talk to us a little bit about you know, constructing a rush plan. I always like hearing guys' yeah. process with that. As far as throughout the course yeah. of the week, you obviously right. get guys that you know they, they take angular sets or they short set you, right. or you know teams that like to push the ball. You might get more vertical where you might have right. to really push with that first step. So what has that process been like for you, especially this past year when that was more prominently where you were playing on the edge and how you were able to get those mental reps throughout the week to kind of feel like you were ready to take on an offensive tackle in any given week? Because like you said, you played Auburn. Obviously, Ohio State has a couple of prospects. You played in Michigan's got uh, Stuber was was at the Senior Bowl and he was playing inside at guard versus right tackle and you got reps against him. So you had a lot of reps against pro prospects this year. What was that rush plan mentality like for you in the prep to the games? For me, uh, it went back to my film study. I'm a guy, you know, I'm a, I'm a big film junkie. Um, so, you know, most of the time, if not every single time we lined up um, uh, during the week with a new opponent, I already felt prepared. Um, I had already seen every single set that he's comfortable with, what works, what he's uncomfortable with. Um, and I used that to my advantage. Um, it allowed me to construct a rush plan based off what I've seen on film. Um, you know, I look for tendencies of certain, I'll see certain games or certain players who I feel like, you know, I rush similar to them and I'll try to emulate what, what I felt, what they felt was successful um, and go off of that. Um, but the biggest thing for me, uh, you know, speed, I'm, I'm a guy that's, you know, I'm, I'm 6'3", 250. So, you know, going to power all throughout the game is not, is not very ideal. So speed is my friend. So I'll, the biggest thing for me, I want to have a great get off. And then from there, based on what, where, if he's a high, if he's a high hand puncher, then I know I want to, I want to try that stab forklift. If he's a low mid head puncher, then I, I know I want to try my cross chop, size, uh, double uh, swipe and whatnot and allow me to 
get off the ball and, you know, ultimately get home. But, you know, it, it really varies on, on who I'm going up against. Um, you know, I, cause I can't keep the same rush plan for every single tackle because not every single tackle is going to attack me the same way. Um, some guys may, they may box at me. They may, they may really kick step and overset me, which will ultimately allow me to, to, to have the two way go and ultimately go back inside. But uh, I'd say, yeah, that's, that's how I kind of go about preparing on, on how I'm going to be successful. Uh, depending on who I get. Do you have a favorite rush move? Like what's, what's what where, you, where you hit it? You're like, Ooh, that was clean. Uh, I do. There's two. Uh, so my cross chop and uh, my spin, I'm a, I'm a natural spinner. I let a spin. So, you know, I, I, I know if I, if I can get them off, I get a great get off and they open up and they, they feel like they're about to get beat. Then they're in the perfect position for me to counter and hit my spin. I knew it was going to be the spin. That's what I was going to say. I knew, I knew it was going to be the spin. I knew because we've seen it on, we've seen it on tape. You yeah. mentioned, you mentioned kind of as you're going through your, your process, I'm hearing you and I'm going, man, you did face a ton of tough guys across the line from you this year. A ton of guys that are going to be pros. Who's the, who was the toughest challenge for you this year? I always like to hear from that perspective, like, who did who gave you who gave you your toughest fit this year that that needs to be on TDN's radar because whether it's a guy from this year or a guy that's going to go next year, uh, we want to hear the scouting report from from Jesse. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say there's two players, um, one in this year's draft and one that's going to be next year. Um, I'd say the center from Iowa, Linderbaum, um, legit. Um, he, he's a guy that I see him. He's going to have a, a lengthy career in the NFL uh, just because how he plays, gritty. Um, he's, for, for, for him to be that size and to move and be agile. Um, yeah, he's, he's a good one. Uh, the second one, I'd say Tank Bigsby, running back from Auburn, uh, an extremely talented running back. You know, his vision and his, his ability to bounce. Um, yeah, you can't, you can't coach that stuff. That's a guy I want him to be excited for watching him next year. So since Paige brought up scouting reports, one of the questions that, that we've enjoyed asking some of the prospects we've had a chance to talk through thus far this season was, you know, think about, put yourself in our shoes and you're, mm-hmm. you're evaluating a pass rusher. You're evaluating the, a defender. Mm-hmm. What would some of those must have non-negotiable traits be for you? If you were looking to find somebody to play your position at the pro level. Um, I say uh, level of physicality one, um, does he play the game aggressive? Um, ability, uh, is he flexible? Can he bend? Can he bend the corner? Um, you know, has he, has he mastered, you know, the art, you know, his hands, um, you know, how to, how to disengage, how to, how to change up his sets. Um, and ultimately, um, does he let a game of football? I'm glad you mentioned flexibility and I got two more for you. And this is one of them. There's, we have a lot of conversations back and forth with our, our group. And we talk about the dynamics of speed rushers who win with first step and reducing that angle and and being able to really turn at the apex of the, of the Mm. the pocket. Right. Mm. But then also those heavy handed guys who are able to reduce those angles Right. by getting knocked back at first right. contact. And we've talked about short, both. Short in the edge. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how do you, how do you weigh that out yourself? And, and is it a kind of a matter of you, we talked about your rush plan and the prep to the game, yeah. but as you get into a game and is, there's going to be some guys you're not going to be able to push around or you're not going to be able to, to right. test with speed quite successfully, depending on the guy, but right. you kind of keep track of that throughout the course of the game to kind of understand, okay, I've come at him this way a couple of times. Right. I really got to keep them all balanced. 
Absolutely. You know, that's uh, you, you have to, you have to keep those mental notes uh, because ultimately, uh, you know, in the crunch time, uh, when it, when you need a big play, you already know, all right, cool. I did this, this is how he reacted to it. I did this, he didn't like this so much. So now as the game continues, you know what to really, what to really execute that will allow you to be the most successful. Um, and that's just, that's just goes into being an intelligent football player, having a high IQ, because you can't just go out there and just rush, 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 and then not take mental notes of what he's doing to, to minimize your effectiveness. So you got to, you know, be, be, be intelligent and make sure you're, you're taking those mental notes. I got, I got one more for you and then Kyle, I'll let you wrap it up. Cool. I got to throw our guy Perry on Winfrey a bone here. Okay. We got to, we got to throw him a bone. So you're evaluating Perry on, okay. Yeah. Give us Perry on scouting report. You were with this man up close and personal all week in mobile. What does Perry on do the best? What do we need to know about him and feel free to throw him under the bus. I'm kind of hoping you do that a little bit. Nah, I can't, I can't throw him under the bus. That's my brother, but so Perry on scouting report, uh, he's a guy who's going to give you relentless motor, um, high energy, um, you know, his energy is infectious, and that's what you want in the locker room. That's what you want on the field. Um, his physicality, um, his demeanor, how he, go, how he plays the game uh, is second to none. Uh, and his production, you know, he's, he's going to be a guy that's high energy, high motor, and he's going to produce. Um, and that's, that's, that's the type of energy and the type of player you want to have on your team. Um, ultimately make everyone, everyone that's around him even better, step their game up. Yeah, you two were peas in a pod, right? It was in the two of you. You kept. I got multiple pictures where the two of you are big smiles on your faces, and then the next picture, you guys look like uh, I wouldn't want to be standing across the line from you, right? I think that's the that's the that's the both sides of the coin. But I'll I'll uh, I'll make sure that we get that to Perry on, and I'll let Kyle wrap up the interview. <laughs> well, energy finds each other, right? You know, absolutely. You guys who carry that same mentality, not a surprise that couple of peas in a pod, but, but Jesse, the last thing that I wanted to ask you was you made the decision to play in the bowl game against Arkansas. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you about the weight of that decision and how important it was for you to finish your career. Cause I know we, we talked before the bowl game and right. had sent, sent a couple of DMS back and forth, just kind of really like your game and, and, you know, wished you the best of luck in the bowl game against Arkansas. And how important was that to you to finish what you started at Penn state and go out with your brothers uh, against Arkansas? Uh, it was extremely important for me, um, especially like those who, who know me and my, my story. Um, those I've been able to follow it, um, you know, very closely during my time in high school, uh, going to Penn state, you know, it was, it was big for me. That was the only place I wanted to go. Not a lot of people know. I didn't take any official visits. I didn't take any unofficial visits either. Like I, I was, I was set on Penn state. So, being able to go out and, and finish it the right way uh, was something that was very important to me because um, Penn State was everything for me. You know, that's that's some place that I'm, I'm forever going to hold very near and dear to my heart. Um, but finishing out the right way, it meant everything just because especially a lot of the kids that are on that roster now, um, during my time, the first three years at Penn State, I hosted a lot of them. I hosted at least over 25, maybe 30. I hosted a lot of them. So, you know, I, I look at them like, you know, they're really my little brother. So being able to go out the right way and, and you know, suit up with them one last time, um, it was everything for me. 
Jesse, we really appreciate your time. And I want to give you the chance to shout out who you're working with as far as your draft prep and you know, who are the guys you're working with to make sure you're ready and you're going to be at peak performance for next week in Indy. And then obviously whenever the pro day comes down the circuit for you too. Uh, so I've been working out here at uh, Michael Johnson performance here in Dallas, Texas, uh, working with a lot of uh, great competitors. Um, one first one I want to give a shout out to is um, Ali Fayad, uh, Mac defensive player of the year. Um, a guy who I feel like, you know, he's kind of flying under a lot of people's radars, but, you know, he's a guy, all he needs is opportunity when he does get it, when he does get it, sorry, he's going to make sure he takes full advantage of it. Uh, I'm working with Ellis Brooks, uh, one of my teammates as well, um, you know, high IQ player. Um, he's going to be a steal in the draft. Um, multiple players. I can't give everybody a shout out, but those two right there, yeah, they definitely deserve it. Jesse, we wish you the absolute best of luck. We thank Good you for luck, your time. Man. And hope to chat Thank with you, you again soon down the road once you find out where you're landing. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.